us. Every time we come into a stadium, it's only gonna be us. Y'all need to know that. We come here to fight every week. Let's go, boss. I got that. They shot me in Denver. You who knows? You who We're back in. It's a NFL Aftermath Monday edition of the program. 303-831-1340 hotline. Go fast. Energy drink text line. Thanks for being with us. We appreciate the interaction, the participation. Lots of ways to get involved with this show. The Russell Wilson stuff is very interesting. I think the Broncos are at the top of the list. Do you know what I think right now? I think the Broncos are getting Russell Wilson. Mr. Unlimited. I believe it. I think that that is true. I, there's, it's not like a, it's a want belief, but also it's calculated. I think it's pretty calculated in my mind. And I think that both sides need each other. I think both sides need each other. That's right. why this makes the most sense. The, the, Russell Wilson's going to spin his tires in New York. There's nothing for him there. His, you know, he wants to he can live in New York when your career's over with. If you want to become a great one, you got to go where you can win. Where can you win? You know, I want winners. Um, The Steelers. Just that I'm a winner. And the Saints are interesting propositions. Okay. Because we don't know how much respect that Russell Wilson has for Sean Payton. And if he thinks he can go there. And they'll be competing for championships right away. Okay? I also think that Pittsburgh has a lot to offer with Mike Tomlin as coach. Okay? Three receivers that are primo receivers, a good tight end or two. And maybe the best defensive player in the NFL in TJ. The Steelers are seem like they're ready to win at a high-level with a high-level quarterback as, as well right now. They're kind of rebuilt on the fly a little bit. They reboot, the, not a rebuild. The only issue in Pittsburgh is a, a big issue that he's dealt with in uh, Seattle, and that's the offensive line. The offensive line is in shambles for both franchises. And both of them kind of get you know forgotten in the you know grand scheme of things when you talk about the market. They're both kind of, you know, just isolated a little bit. The Broncos feel like the most that he, team that he can, could he could come up with that's, like, ready to, like, come up with the credit given to him a little bit because it would be the quarterback as well that would take this team to 11 or 12 or 13 wins. He would be playing huge primetime games against Patrick Mahomes two times a year. Twice a year, every year for the next five years. Okay? He they'd have two bare minimum, one Monday night and one Sunday night. Those would be that's what they would be. Broncos Chiefs. Wilson versus Mahomes. That was that's what we would get for the next five years, bare minimum. Okay. And then you'd have big matchups against Herbert as well. So um you know you Aaron, uh, Tom Brady, Jake, Tom Brady. And Aaron Rodgers, kind of the guy's holding you back now. You're your legend down in the NFC. Maybe he wants to get out of the NFC. And maybe he wants to go get some of that young buck, you know, rivalry love with Mahomes and, and Herbert, you know, and, and Josh Allen. I, I'm trying to get inside of a guy's head that what would be appealing for me if I'm if I'm Russell Wilson. But is, again, a Russell Wilson who is wants some 
fame and some clout again. Right. Because he sees all these guys passing him by and he knows that he needs to win a championship in order to regain that um, luster and to put him back in the conversation as one of the greats ever, not just a great quarterback, one think, of the greats ever. I think it's more about what Russell Wilson and Aaron Rodgers are made of. Do you want to face the best players? Do you want to face uh, Patrick Mahomes and Justin Herbert? Or do you want to go to the NFC East where it's a cakewalk and you can make the playoffs pretty easily? That it's it's what you're He's made in of. A tough division in Seattle. Get him. Get me out of that division if I'm him. No doubt. Get me out of here. But you know AFC what? West is you know a tough division as well. Yeah, but you know you saw the way it shook out for them this year. You know, I don't know. I don't know. It was like it was a good division, but I don't know. It's not as good as the NFC West. No, no. definitely not. No, I mean they have three playoff teams. Yes, that's insane. Yes, but no if. Four. The Seahawks weren't. Oh, yeah, sorry. Yeah, but um, I don't think Russell Wilson would be vilified if he leaves, if he if he asked for a trade. He's not going to be vilified because he did everything for that franchise. He got them the Super Bowl. If it wasn't for a terrible play call, hand the ball off to Russell Wilson, they have two Super Bowls. And that was mostly Russell Wilson. And, There'll and be a, a fan defense. base that'll turn on him a little bit. Of course. You know, there's always going to be your your ignorant fans that see everything for, you know, you have to do whatever you can for the Seahawks and, and only the Seahawks. You're indebted to them because they drafted you. There's always going to be that guy. But without Russell Wilson, the Seahawks are a mediocre franchise. And I think the fans realize that. And they'll appreciate for him what he, for what he did for the franchise while he was there, instead of vilifying him for leaving. I think that's what the the mo, the majority of the fan base will do. Okay. Three zero three three one thirteen forty. The hotline. The go fast energy drink text line. I feel like we're getting close to Russell Wilson. I really. I, I, am I making it up? Is this just words that come in my mouth? What do you What do you think? I think there's definitely. Uh, some fire behind the smoke because he's he's been talking about it for a while now. we had last year's list we had this year's list and now he comes out and saying that he you know wants to explore other options so if that doesn't tell you enough that he's gonna want a trade he's not demanding a trade but he's exploring I mean, how do other you options. go back from this you can't so he's getting traded not necessarily the seahawks might say you know screw what you want we need you and keep him. But that doesn't really look good for a franchise. Okay. I mean, how could the Broncos not go get Russell Wilson? I'm being just that serious. I think Russell Wilson will be able to say where he wants to go. He should. Therefore, it'll take some time for the Broncos to put as good enough of of a package together that the Giants, who have all these first-round picks, could offer. Okay? And that's like the rub there. There's going to be some concessions made. We'll trade you to Denver, but you know, you're going to have to find a way to... I mean, the picks the Giants have are high picks. Multiple first-round picks. Multiple first-round picks. Three or two? Hard to beat. It's two The Eagles top have three. Ten. They have two top ten picks. The, the Giants have two top ten picks. 
Well, the Broncos have one top 10 pick. So how do you come up with the value of another top 10 pick? Bradley Chubb. They don't want Bradley Chubb. Why would they want someone else's poop? You know what I mean? Right. Jerry Judy. Okay. <laughs> You're trying to offer all the things we don't want, though. If we don't want it, why would they want they it? They got to settle for something. Uh, Zach, you were doing some stuff out there, but I just said, like, at this point now, for one, how if you're the Russell Wilson and the Seahawks, how do you go back now that this has been put out there? It's like no going back. Uh, yeah, I think it's done for. The The report came out, I'm pretty sure, this morning that uh, it, it sounds like Pete Carroll and John Schneider are back in Seattle. That's the reason Russell Wilson wants out. He's kind of done with that uh, uh, crew. If they're definitely back, I don't see the Seattle thing being fixed. I think uh, Russell Wilson's gone out of his way in press conferences to bring up, like, I know my future is going to be playing in the NFL, but I don't know where. Like, he did that two, uh, two weeks ago. He desperately wants out. Um, I think he's getting out. Uh, the thing is just, can the Broncos be the lucky team? Here's, again, they will send Russell Wilson where he wants to go. But the Broncos are going to have to equal a package that the Giants put out there and Russell Wilson's going to have to and the Broncos are going to have to accept that they're going to have to come up with a value that the best offer that is on the table for Russell Wilson, um, you know, the, it equates to whatever that may be. So but that's a good thing and a bad thing. The Broncos will get their guy. But like at what cost? The nine over, you know, number nine next year's one, um, a player to couple thirds that's the price guys for anyone who's like oh give me your first this year a second bradley chubb all other stuff we don't want i mean it's like well, that they don't want that you know they want their if they're trading russell wilson it's there it's all hands on deck for acquiring as many draft assets and draft capital as possible are the broncos gonna be willing to Go two ones, two twos, two threes. Um, two ones, two twos, two threes. Jerry Judy, who might want to change the scenery, and they have they're committed at um, wide receiver now, and um, a young Baron Browning. Oh, 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 yeah. I I think would you that I think that one's a little too rich for me because you're getting the multiple like in all three rounds i think that stuff what i could see here's the hypothetical i'm throwing three firsts uh maybe like two thirds draymond jones i think is a piece we're seeing tossed in a lot and would make sense especially with the broncos likely switching defensive schemes and then maybe like a drew lock and then another player like a judy like a baron browning a young interesting prospect it's going to be painful maybe caden stearns too caden stearns looked like a, a starting safety but if they go to a Dan Quinn defense, I don't know if him and Justin F or Justin Simmons on the field at the same time makes sense. Damn. I kind of think the Russell Wilson asking price could be more than the Aaron Rodgers asking price. Maybe, maybe. I mean, again, it's like, um, I don't know, man. It's You might have more of a luxury of vehicle that you're trying to trade in. But the vehicle with six less my, uh, years on it and 100,000 you know, less miles on it, it's just going to be worth more. 
it's going to cost you a little bit more than the older vehicle with more miles on it, even though that vehicle might be a Ferrari. You know what I mean? Right, right. Just the the life of Russell Wilson that he has. I left. just think that there's no. It's it won't be Russell Wilson isn't cheaper than Aaron Rodgers. He won't be cheaper. I don't believe that to be true. I think probably com, com, the competition on both guys would be pretty close to the same. But I actually think when it's all said and done, Russell, Russell Wilson they'll want more and they'll ask for for a little bit more. And why wouldn't they? And then Zach, you said like the, that might be the price a little bit too rich for your blood. There's no price too rich for anybody's blood because of all the things you're not getting with all these, you know, draft picks. Russell Wilson makes up for all that kind of stuff, and you know, it's just the it's it's on George Payne to be savvy and find him the Kenny Youngs and turn third and fourth round picks into you know second round you know talent on the field and maybe even more so. That's it. That's what it is. It's it's, it's it's won't be cheap. The Seahawks have to kind of understand, though, in a sense, that we're trying to trade for Russell Wilson so we can win now. So we can't trade you. There's certain things that are off the table. There's certain, pe- you know, Caden Stearns, Raymond Jones. Okay, I could live without that. But, you know, those, I want, those guys are the value of, like, third-round picks to me. So those guys would be in the, you know... Two ones, two threes, two players. Let's get this done. Our seconds are like first. Danny Williams, Jake Myers, Zach Seekers back on their side of Smiley Sports. Jake, do you think the Broncos... Do you think George Payton spoke to Russell Wilson's agent? Mm, there's potential there. I think uh, it's a yes or a no. I'm gonna say yes. I'm gonna say yes. Dak? He has. They've been speaking. They've been speaking. Is no what doubt say. about I, it. Yeah, I mm. think that because because we've been seeing or maybe uh, informally, but we've seen it coming out through the media for a year now of like, oh, the Broncos are kind of interested well, and maybe they'd do this. Maybe they'd hire Dan Quinn to get Wilson and the smoke's been there for so long. There's at least informal back and forth through the media. I think also, and I don't know this to be true at all, these are just things that have to be considered and that Russell Wilson may be wanting. He may be wanting a five-year Patrick Mahomes-like contract. He might want to be the richest you know, contract recipient in the history of the NFL um, with some caveats. And he might want uh, to be, you know, he's going to give his own draft board and, you know, he wants to be in a couple meetings with these, you know, have some say. And, uh, you know, he, that, that might like he might be on a power trip like that. And if you're thinking, well, hell no, he's just a player. Um certain concessions could be made for certain guys in life. That's just what it is. That's players how. win the game. That's players make point. all the difference. That's a great point, Jake. I mean, if I mean, you have to have the best players. But to what's win. a player know about coaching or about personnel? And well, a lot of players do become coaches eventually. Okay. Okay. Um, there's just so many factors that we don't know. Russell Wilson's agent might be saying, you know, we'll come there, but part of it is, you know, we're going to do our new contract will be the richest in NFL history. 
we want Mahomes' deal plus a dollar. You know what I mean? We want all that. So are the, are the Broncos willing to do that kind of? The Broncos will make a guy amongst the highest paid in his position, but are they going to go do something that's going to be, you know, Mahomes' contract is very unique and it's very rich. And in a couple of years, the Chiefs will look a lot different. This year, maybe next year, it's the last Honey Badger years and Chris Jones years and maybe even Kelsey and Tyreek Hill years. Not just the age out, but again, you know, in a couple more years, see, they win another Super Bowl here. One's going to want a new big contract. The other guy is going to want another uh, a huge contract. They might not think Kelsey has anything left and they might let Kelsey go, you know, off into the sunset. Kelsey, one of the most dynamic, unique, greatest tight ends in the history of the game ever. So, again, can Patrick Mahomes have success with anybody? Yeah, but can you win Super Bowls with just anybody? I'd say no. I'd say no. Unless right. you're Tom Brady. Right, but see the thing with Russell Wilson, and I don't think he warrants that type of contract. He doesn't well, want the Patrick he? Mahomes why, type why contract. Wouldn't why wouldn't he? Well, he's not. He's done necessarily everything that, that um, Patrick Mahomes has done. He has, but I don't think he's playing at that level anymore. Why do you say that? I mean, have you looked at the numbers? I mean, he's just not the same player as he used to be, and hmm. that might be due to the offensive line. It might I be due the to the rest of his team. Not the same team. I think they have lost their way a little bit. And there's definitely something to that. But I mean, you still got to look at that. And take it into consideration when you're trying to pay Listen, a, a guy like Russell Wilson. They, if he didn't get hurt, they win nine or ten games again, ten games, and I think make the playoffs. Maybe I don't. He and was you know, looking rough before the injury, though. And like uh, to Jake's point, there are problems on the roster, but these are the best weapons he's had during his time in Seattle. I think his game is heavily predicated on his athleticism and mobility, and as we're seeing that decline, some his play is suffering. Listen, I think Metcalf is an incredible athlete. I don't know if he's a great receiver, but I think Russell Wilson's helped make him look like one. I think the Tyler Lockett's of the world, those are just guys who Russell Wilson makes look like elite players and fantasy studs. They've drafted Rashad Penny in the first round and it didn't work out. They've tried it with other running backs they thought were going to be dynamic and special. Turns out that most average of uh, of the running backs they have in Chris Carson well, it was the one who they play because they don't have an upgrade to the talent there. And again, you know, Russell Wilson makes that offense look kind of competitive um, when I don't think they're very talented at all. And their defense isn't talented at all either. He's I mean, and that's been the same case for the last couple years, including last year when they won 12 games with, I'm not sure how, in that division, in that division as well. Uh, I think Russell Wilson's that guy. I'm with you. That, Russell, Russell Wilson's that guy. You're going to win 10, 11, 12 every season with him. And if you have great players like we do here, you're going to be at the 12. Don't get me wrong. I I would love me some Russell Wilson here, but it's just that price tag thrown out there as the highest paid quarterback. I don't think he's worth it. Especially, you mentioned it, the injury itself that he that he sustained this year takes that guys, price tag listen, a little bit down. Okay, we're giving everything we own for the next two or three years in the draft away for Russell Wilson. Or we keep all these draft picks and do the same thing for the next two or three years. Just because you trade for Russell Wilson and give up everything I mean, doesn't mean you have damn, to pay, make kinda, him the highest paid quarterback. I just in the saying, league. like Zach, we've seen it, bro. Um, 
I don't know how far you want to go back with first round picks who are like the Bradley Robies, the Shane Rays, the uh, Robert Quinns. The okay, there's a give me hits. Garrett Bowles is that a hit? You know, it's sure it's a hit. I just like if the Broncos had this like reputation for every second or third year their first round pick is turning into all pros and they really have this you know like um uh, you know some teams are just really good in the draft you know and some teams always seem to kind of struggle um Payton's mis- that's george payton's big selling point though is he is this remarkable drafter and based on one year track record which to be fair i don't think he's going to replicate over and over again um uh, based on that track record, he—I mean—he is a pretty great yeah. drafter. Those those draft picks are valuable in his hands. Let me try this again. Then they can find good players in the draft the next two or three years. Say uh, the first round pick they use on offensive lineman they love, okay, this year, and he turns out to be a Ram check type of borderline Pro Bowl, a good player. Maybe a couple goes for a couple Pro Bowls, okay. The next year uh, after that, they love—they um, see uh, a corner that they really like. To go alongside Sertan, you're like, they just went with Sertan. Yeah, well, they got two lockdown corners. They really love this guy. And he turns out to be a good, not a Pro Bowl player, but a good player. A good B alongside um, um, Patrick Sertan. And then say your third first-round pick ends up being a, a backup. Robert Ayers, you know, um, plays for you for five or six, five, five years through his contract and then moves on. Okay? So I gave you kind of two successful hits. Say two of those three guys are successful. Where, how, how you know, but you run Teddy out there again, or you, I mean, I don't know what, what else, you know, Drew Locke, you start Drew Locke next year. This team's not going anywhere. This team's not going anywhere. And that's saying they, in the next two years, they would draft a good lineman to help, which they, you know, to solidify a good offensive line. I mean, solidify it for who and for what? Drew Locke to throw picks or Teddy to run this thing back and give you 20 touchdowns against eight picks. I mean, it's like, the Broncos have no choice but to trade all these draft picks they have for Russell Wilson. Yes. And then you just make of it what you have. And then George Payne has to be the, do you know, in the perfect situation, you keep your seconds, your seconds become your firsts. And George Payne with these fourth and fifth round picks is finding guys who, again, are the value of first, second, and third rounders. That's the job. And that's probably how you win a Super Bowl with this situation. It's not just by, well, we have some good talent right now. You plus Russ, plug Russell Wilson in here. We might be close to pushing the Chiefs level and the Bills level, but you might need to find a couple more diamonds in the roughs there. It's going to be on Russell Wilson to drag over a couple friends with him to, um, you know, put this whole thing together. And it's hard to win Super Bowls. So, you know, it's hard to win championships. It's not easy. So, um, I, Russell Wilson, guys, is probably the only guy on planet Earth Maybe in the whole galaxy. Russ, hey, Mr. Unlimited is the only guy in the galaxy who is available who can take the Broncos to the promised land. Period. Period. End of story. Exclamation point. Well, there are other guys who could. Who? But realistically, for them to get. Realistically, for them to get. No. No, I don't, you know, again, Kenny Pickett is um, a dream. That's a maybe. That's a wet dream. Russell Wilson's the sure thing. The sure thing. There's, there's only one guy. Uh, Aaron Rodgers isn't out there anymore. 
There's a, he, why would Aaron Rodgers want to leave the best team in, in the NFC? Why? Why would he? He's not going to. You know? I don't know. Things could be fixed. Things can be fixed. The, I don't know. They, it's Green Bay and Aaron Rodgers um, will run that thing back next year. Russell Wilson will not be back with that team next year. Rodgers might not if it's like, you know, the, the definition of insanity thing, trying the same thing over and over again and expecting different results. I could see things souring once again if the season ends on a sour note. I, think I hope. Right now where they're riding high, it's it, he's feeling rosier. Oh, a divisional round loss here? You know, that would be great. That would change everything. That would leave a bad taste in his mouth. That might make you feel like, hey, a couple of the guys he, who he thinks are count on guys might have fallen short and he knows those guys he'd have to run it back with type of stuff. I mean, he's an interesting dude. He's unique and I wouldn't hold anything against him or um, I wouldn't hold anything. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Put anything past him. Bingo. Bingo. But uh, look, I'm with you. I say make the trade for Russell Wilson. The only thing I'm saying is you don't have to make him the highest paid quarterback. You can give him a fat contract because you're going to have to, but definitely not highest paid. Why? It's not about that. He's up. He would be up. Kirk Cousins should have never been the highest paid, but he was a free agent. He set himself for up free, for free agency after two franchise tags, and he was the next man up. Bro, right? Sure. It's not about... It's timing. You're right. It's just what it is. Is he deserved to be the highest paid? In the, no, but now, now Patrick Mahomes' deal is almost two years old, a year and a half old. So the next guy up, you know, that's a winner, son. Cheddar coming, right? That's a winner, son. Cheddar coming. Let's go to Not break. Come paid. back. What'd you say? Not the highest paid. Okay. Back on the side of my sports. Got me in a city. Um, could I get it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. The weekend. Let's go. Dang, Jake. The weekend on a weekday? On a Monday? Feeling it, bro. All the feels. 303-831-1340, the hotline, and the Go Fast Energy Drink text line did uh, my second Dutch Brothers. Not this. Uh, it was a um, like one of their main ones, vanilla and chocolate and some kind, of, you, know, some, you know, some kind of thing. It's a Dutch Bros. Oh, sorry. Damn it. Bros. But I heard some music there I'd like you to play. Oh, really? Yeah. It's Find You Again. Mark Ronson featuring Camilla Cabello. Okay. Can you find that for us? I got you. All right. 303-831-1340, the hotline, the Go Fast Energy Drink text line. Thanks for being with us. We appreciate the interaction, their participation. Lots of ways to get involved with the show. What's up? We got a few texts to okay. get to. Uh, we got from Alo. He says, no way Wilson is worth more than a first round pick. Well, that's not happening. Yeah, so, I mean, he's... That's, I don't understand. It's like okay. the worst take. Well, I need his answer, though. Like, who would... Are we going to run... You'd rather have 
keep your first round pick and run it back with Drew Locke or Teddy? I mean, that's not an answer. I need, hey, we're solutions oriented on this show. So I need, uh, and you know, Alo's one of the next great stars in Denver radio. So I would expect him to, on his next text, to come back with some kind of answer for us there. We also got one from Dirty Mike and the Boys. Oh, I love those guys. They say they have Sloppy Joes at White Castle now. 99 cents for some sloppy. The boys are buzzing. Is there a White Castle around here anywhere? I don't think so. No, not around here. There's not. No. Where's the closest one? Anil Apiro confirmed. <laughs> Where's the closest one? Ask him. Where's the closest one? Somewhere in the Midwest. He's oh, he man. Dang. How come it never made it out here? In and outs are starting to pop up. I'm sure it might eventually. Yeah. We did in and out the other night. Did they wait for like 15 minutes? It's in Vegas. The, uh, the closest one is in Vegas. Oh, uh, okay. Um, I don't know. I've ever eaten White Castle my whole life. Not on purpose or anything. I like, haven't. Like, Cello's never eaten a Big Mac his whole life, ever. And now it's become, like, a thing. What about Whataburger? Um, had it. Not bad. You know what I mean? Yeah. I like In-N-Out, animal style. It's, like, cheap, you know? It's, like, it's good. I haven't had In-N-Out since it came here. Well, my wife, Rochelle was like, uh... It's just McDonald's. You could just get McDonald's. It's like it's not like McDonald's, not at all. So, um, JJ won in his first playoff game, and then yeah! on Friday night we played Christ the King, Jeff Gersh's school, and we lost by a few points. JJ played his little heart out. Well, that's a bummer. <laughs> they were like, JJ had like four fouls, and I had to kind of was like, they were like, he, <laughs> the palms were cheering for JJ to foul out. He's like hardened. He's just putting it on his shoulders and just like carrying the load. We were down 10 to 12, 12 to 10 at halftime. I was just telling our guys, you know, this is what we wanted. This is what we were expecting. We cut it down to just a couple lay, and then one just kind of big bucket. And, they had like we have seven. We only had six. Okay, boys on the team. Shorthanded. Uh, you know, no excuses. I mean, JJ could be on the court more, to be honest with you. But we lost a close one, and then we had to play Saturday morning. Okay, the next morning, just and we went and rolled St. James. We smoked them out. So I think we're gonna have a chance to play for third place. We're kind of sad. It's about commendable. It. it you know, yeah. Considering you had six players. Yeah, you know. It's JJ, a couple, you know, athletes, and then a bunch of magoos, you know. So, Ethan. <laughs> no, Liam. No, other Liam. Ari. Ugh. Come on, Ari. Find your guy. No, we had a good season. It's not over yet. We lost a tough one. I'm kind of sad about it, to be honest with you. I can't be more sad than JJ, though. He's like, well, we've had a pretty good game. It's been a good season, right, Dad? You know, stuff like that. And I don't know. We still get trophies, right? Well, I mean, like some of the other schools we play, there's like six third grade classes of kids to choose from to fill the team or two teams. They have one class. They've had one class. He has like one group of same goofs we got to be stuck with our whole lives. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Um, it's time to transfer. No, it's not time to transfer, but one day we will have to. You got a trade for uh, Russell Wilson. <laughs> uh, or um, Christian McCaffrey, you know. Um, 
Christian McCaffrey drinks up a grande cup of Starbucks daily. It's like a supercharger for his ass. And he can run as fast as the Flash. Christian McCaffrey drinks up a grande cup of daily. It's like a supercharger for his ass. And he can run as fast as the Flash. <laughs> <laughs> That's a nice supercharger you got there in the, know. Uh, in the uh, studio there. I know. It's a supercharger for my ass. <laughs> it's a, you're about to feel it. I can run as fast as the Flash. So you got uh, no podcast today? I can't do it. I am running a Neil Piro show tomorrow. Yes. Uh, I'm I'm gonna be w- working Whoa. that till Wednesday. Wow! So I could do one Thursday. Okay. Okay. No big deal. Maybe Zach and I want to do something. Whoa! Oh! All right. 303-831-1340, the hotline to go fast energy drink text. And one final segment. There's early NBA on today. We got uh, Boston the and New fight. Orleans. Yeah. right now. We got the really. Yeah, Dang. they're about to. Or yeah, sure. No, it's about us. It is about us. All right, uh, Danny Williams, Jake Myers, X Seekers, back on their side. Molly Sports. Those hits, huh? I don't know. It's our, our palette. Very sophisticated. This is what the uh, teenage girls who work at Dutch Bros are into right now. Like, that's nice. I asked Siri, what is song is this? And she told me. She knows everything. Well, this new, I don't know if you noticed the new... 13 Pro. Oh, oh, you finally got rid of that piece of junk. Yeah, you know, had to upgrade with this old thing. You got the Bread 11s on there, too? Yeah, you know, no big deal. It's only the most piece of sophisticated technology the world has to offer at my fingertips. You know what I mean? So, uh, hold on, real quick. Captain's Log, Stargate. I'm kind of a big deal. All right. NBA all day. Today, it's the last segment. Yeah, I know. Flew what? Flew by. So where are we at here with some stuff? Uh, we got to talk about this Monday night game. Okay, and what do you think is going to happen in this Monday night game? Um, I know you said that you think it's going to be Rams' big win. Yeah, but I think the Cardinals are going to be able to keep it a little bit close. I think the Rams cover. Okay. Um, I think the Rams win by you know say a touchdown. I think Stafford uh, makes a couple mistakes. You know he he has been. Uh, Prone to those this season? I think it's just where McVay's offense and how they operate takes them. He's still throwing like 35 touchdowns most against of the his, 10 or 12 picks. Most of his interceptions that I've seen are heaves. Do you know what he I just think, too, heaves though? heaves them also, up, and they just get picked. You do that when you have a Cooper Cup going for you know history, chasing history. So, I mean, that's just how... That's where the season went a little bit, and I think they chased some of these stats and stuff like that because they knew what a special season they were having. Therefore, a couple more turnovers have been created or they created in the process, and I don't hold that against. Are there any... uh, I don't think... Yeah. Player props within that game that we could find to put together um, a nice little parlay, a nice little same game Sure, sure. Why not? Why not? Um, Okay, so the numbers move to three and a half. I see 250, uh, if you want to put together plus 250, Kyler and Stafford both throwing one and a half touchdown passes. So they have two touchdown passes each. 
And if that will pay me plus 250, I'd be interested in something like that. What I do think, you think? I think that's a, a good bet right there. I do too. I what think else? both what else players do we like? do that Give me an anytime sure. touchdown score. Anytime Cooper Cup. Got to? Have to have, to have Cooper Cup in wow. there, Wow. Right? Yeah, I would think so. Um, Maybe in his first game back. No. I don't know if he's going to have that big of an impact. I like, um, let's see here. Kyler Murray say, over. Go ahead. Sorry. You're all right. Uh, I got to say, I don't like the Kyler Murray touchdown thing. He's got eight touchdowns in his last eight games. He's okay. What about Kyler Murray over 253 passing guards? I think they're playing from behind and therefore will have to throw the ball a little bit. I could see that. I like the yards better than the touchdowns. It just scares me that that passing game has gotten a lot worse without Hopkins. How about total interceptions? Did either guy throw a pick? Plus 110 for Stafford, just a half a pick for Kyler. I think Stafford throws a pick, and I think both guys might throw a, at least one. If we're same game parlaying it, I mean, that's like almost easy money when you're like, oh, one of those guys has a pick in the second quarter. Like, oh, yeah, we saw that coming. But also, it's a playoff game. I'm not so sure. Uh, total passing completions, 23 and a half for both guys. 23 completions for both guys? I yeah. think that's definitely doable. I think especially with both these offenses, I think they're going to they're gonna throw the ball quite a bit. Dang. Okay. Um, <laughs> the, like, the Cardinals' skill talent is weird right now. A.J. Green. There's no DeAndre Hopkins. Don't forget that. There, you got A.J. Green. You got Zach, Zach Ertz, Ertz. And you got Christian Kirk. Um, and they got the Ron- Rondale more. Rondale. Any guy of those guys want to do, any, do anything for you? Like, uh, I think A.J. Green. So if you go to... Ertz is 40, 54 and a half pa- uh, receiving yards. Doesn't he crush that? Doesn't Zach Ertz 54? have more than 54 and a half passing yards? Maybe. I think he, he will. But I think the better bet is A.J. Green, 40-plus. And that's a minus 125. If you boost that up just 10 more yards, 50-plus yards, that's at a plus 140. Wow. It's got some great juice. Let me see what A.J. Green has done here down the stretch of the season, if there's any. I like that, actually, Jake. I I mean, they have to throw the ball to somebody. Well, I mean, in his his last game, he had 23 yards. So that's not too good. But the game before that, he had 74. On three catches. The one before that, one catch for 33 yards. But again, this DeAndre Hopkins was in the lineup here a few weeks ago. And he goes 64 and 102. So, I mean, <sighs> it's it's hit or miss, it seems like. For, <laughs> I think for it's AJ a hit. Green. I think it's a hit. I think this hits. It's a playoff game. Yeah, you got to go the all 40, in. Wait, the 40 is what? Pays what? Minus 125 for 40 plus. I think that's a lock. I'd put that into my parlay. That's my second leg of my parlay with the... Um, Rams covering three and a half points. If I could put a third leg together, 50 will pay me out like 300 on a three leg. And that's reasonable. I'm trying to put some six or seven leg together. Pelicans up 15 to six. Let's go. I like uh, Odell uh, anytime touchdown score plus okay. 140. He's become a, a nice red zone option for him uh, here down the stretch. That's okay. really where they've been using him. And he's, he's uh, been productive. See, someone has to say it. And then I'm like, yeah. You're right. You know what I mean? Because, like, I'm just not – I, I anytime touchdown scores, I'm horrible with it. And I'm seeing tons of people on Twitter, like, really roll with it, put, like, three or four legs of anytime touchdown scores together. That pays huge. And you're like, how did I not see that one coming? And um, that's it. I'm just not, you know, I'm not good at anytime touchdown scores. 
I'll take Kelsey when Tyreek has two, and I'll take Tyreek when Kelsey goes and has two. It's just the way God made me. All right, so what about this NBA slate? Okay. Uh, for one, this game started early. I told you guys right before this game started, I like the seven, the um, the um, Sixers. The no, the Sixers my best bet of the day to cover three points. Okay, the Sixers is my best bet of the day to cover th- three points at Washington. Uh, the Pelicans are plus three and a half against the very average. Uh, Celtics team and they're already up 10 points in the first quarter of that game and I got you know three and a half points in my back pocket too uh, Pelicans are just at full st- without Zion full strength Valachunas Ingram Hart couple little guys gritty gutties they got and uh, this, they're like as good as the Celtics who are kind of lost oh, yeah. turmoil a mess can't coexist Celtics are not looking good right now but you also gave us a gem during the break the Cavs Ooh, over the Nets yes. with KD out the Cavs are looking a lot better they're good they're on the come up right now it's just the Cavs people can't believe it you know what I mean it's like the Cavs oh sure let me of course I'm gonna take the heat what do they got I, or, LeBron uh, again or the Nets so the Cavs are good they're a real good team Memphis just had their um, 11 game winning streak snapped by uh, Dallas, I, I don't know what they're... Do they play today? I thought they had played today. Yeah, they play against the Bulls. Um, Mine is eight and a half. Somebody's got to be out. Zach Levine is out. He's their second best player. Uh, knee injury. DeRozan's had a couple tough shooting games. And I think Lonzo's out. I might have made that up. But I know Levine is out for sure. But seven... I mean, eight and a half points is a lot of points. It is. Against one of the best teams in the East. Let's see here. I'm not like injury report. Zach Levine out. Alex Caruso out. Lonzo Ball out. Okay. Javante Green out. Tyler Cook out. Okay. It's kind of a lot of guys. Yeah, I would, I would say Grizzlies most likely, but they still got Demar Derozan, uh, Colby White. You know, there's still some studs on that team. All right. That's the whole show. Good job, Zach. Thanks for chiming and contributing, hanging with us. Uh, Jake, good job as well. Jake will be around for Anillo's show next, um, so you can still hit those guys up. Anillo's got a good show, and he's a good dude, man. He's um, he's a bright young star in this game. I think his show, from our show going in, and his shows, good for you guys, listeners, because he gives you good stuff. He's an entertaining dude. He's got some. He got you know passion bucket. He keeps passion bucket in here, um, and he just pukes in it, and then he pukes and rallies in the passion bucket, which is badass. Um, that is better. Yeah, yeah. So uh, if you don't know Anillo all that well here, you will soon and stick around for his show. You got Gil still after him. <sighs> Back on their side, Smiley Sports. Good night. Good night, Sheila. Good night. Thank you, Sheila. Bye, Terry. Bye, Sheila. I'll never forget tonight. Bye, Terry. All right, Alan, whatever. Go inside. Bye, Sheila. See you, see you, Terry. Bye, Sheila. I don't know if you heard me. Bye, Terry. Bye, Sheila. Last week I was in my other, other 